Listen up, bitches. Mack Weldon is better than whatever you're wearing right now. All right? And I'm wearing Mack Weldon right now, so that statement is not exactly true. But well, new Mack Weldons are better than that's what you're right. wearing right that's now. That's true. Yeah. I should go I buy some I only wear more. new Mack Weldons. The thing is, when <laughs> we... Why you throw them right just out? burn them after you're yeah, done. You don't even have to do that. Since they're antimicrobial, you can probably go what? weeks without washing <laughs> You're telling me yeah. I yeah. could not, I yeah, not burn them? Jeez. Yeah. They eliminate odor. Um... The fabrics are great. The quality is great. They make boxers. They make T-shirts. They sell socks. I even uh, I have a couple of hoodies now from Mack Weldon that I love. Uh, everything they make is great. They make they make hoodies now. They they make what? hoodies, man. Oh my god. Um, okay. I love mine. I love it. Um, if if you guys didn't always mock me for getting stuff for free, I would tell you that for the holidays they actually sent me my first Mac Weldon hoodie as a gift. Then I bought You're another one because I like the first one so much. But you guys hate that. <laughs> but they want you to be comfortable. If you buy a pair of boxers from Mac Weldon, you're like, oh, this is not comfortable. You can keep it, and they're going to refund you. No questions asked, other than what is wrong with you. So they don't just look good; they perform well too. They feel great. Go to MacWeldon.com. M A C K W E L D O N.com. Get twenty percent off using promo code Rebound. Hey, that's the name of this show. What? You don't say. Kawinkadink. <laughs> Very strange. Yeah, it's it's odd how they came up with that. Yeah, I know. They're completely pretty smart. unrelated. Completely unrelated. Yeah. Well. Well. <laughs> welcome back to the Underwear Cast. Thank you. <laughs> it's good stuff. Uh, technology. You guys gonna buy the new Apple Watch? <laughs> Do we know everything about it yet? We 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 have conflicting reports because I read two separate analyst reports. One which is like it's gonna be super thin. It's gonna come out in June, and someone else who's like it's not gonna look any different. It's gonna come out in the fall. So you know, <laughs> I'll, buy, I'll buy the one that looks exactly the same. I'm getting that one. Uh, and is exactly the same. Yeah. Well, I yeah I don't know I. If it's faster, I'm probably going to buy it. Look at this guy. Shit, yeah. man. I don't know. I, I mean, that's I just basically don't know. It's got to be a lot faster. It's got to be a lot faster. Like, well. it's got to be definitely, noticeably, hugely <laughs> faster. <laughs> yeah, I meant what I meant was if it's unnoticeably faster, I will buy it. <laughs> I mean, you are noted, noted just like random buy shit like all the time. <laughs> But it's got more things. I just glued a bunch <laughs> it's of got sparkles. More numbers. To it. Are they going to start allowing custom faces when they release the next version of the watch? That's my gut. I mean, it's not really a. It's a software feature. There's no reason they couldn't do that. Oh, now. I'm not saying that right. they wouldn't also allow it for first gen watches. But I feel like that that'll be one of the things they announce. Is like, look, and we've got all these third parties who are selling faces I in our so. new Apple Watch faces store. Yeah, I hope so. But who knows? Yeah, I guess. I mean, it seems like a thing that's likely to happen sooner or later, right? Like, do you think they'd like partner with certain people or something? Because they, isn't there like a, doesn't the Hermes one have like it a sure special does. variant? Yeah. And I want that face, but I don't want to pay for a Hermes watch edition thing. I like the yeah, face. No, hell no. Yeah. By the way, I guess I should apologize to listeners if Dan can't edit out all of the banging in my house. Uh, we're tiling a new floor entirely of Apple Watches. Most of them have been given <laughs> to me, not all, but that's what you're hearing. That's that's what's happening. Bleep bloop. <laughs> yeah, all the bleep bloops. Uh, good news, Lex. John and I are coming to live with you. <laughs> oh, good. You want to live in my Apple Watch floor? Is that the idea? Sure. I, I, like like I want to roll on it for a while, and yeah. then I'll leave. 
I just want to walk on it. I feel <laughs> like you know, like toe-operated Apple Watch. Apple I, I want to make it. I want to make it so it's not good for you anymore. The That's digital crowns yeah. are really nice on your toes. Just to say, <laughs> it's like one of those like uh, foot massagers from Brookstone or something. <laughs> I forgot to put on my Apple Watch yesterday. And <laughs> alert the fucking media and <laughs> you and you didn't write a medium piece about well, it? it was also a day when like 80 people decided to publish their stories about it, it was an apple watch anniversary <laughs> i love it i hate it it's the greatest it's the worst and i i looked at my wrist several times which i think you would also do if you wore a watch every day and then forgot to wear like a non-apple watch like just a time telling thing you would look to see it yeah. then it's not there right. but uh I, I have it back on today. It was simply an oversight, and I was too lazy to go upstairs to get it because that's who I am. Um, but I definitely like seeing the temperature at a glance and the calendar at a glance. The I guess that's why they call them glances. I don't know. I guess really they're complications. Um, mm-hmm. You're but complication. the, the activity one I keep on there, and I never I don't care about it. So I, I feel like I've got an open complication space that I could replace, and I don't know what to put there. Yeah, good question. Um, I don't know. Wait, Relationship status. I use uh, complicated complications. It's I, a complication. I, I use the watch face. That's the one with all the numbers and stuff on it. Utility. I use utility. Okay, so you have which ones? You have calendar and temperature. I think I actually have Fantastical's version of calendar, and then I have uh, dark skies temperature. Gotcha. I have oh. the pedometer plus plus at the bottom because mm-hmm. I like seeing at a glance number of steps slash miles walked. It's usually very low. <laughs> well that's because you live in an apartment if you lived in a mansion like lex oh, then, oh good point where, good where point. you know boxes were constantly coming to your doorstep then you'd have and to, you have to climb over the boxes mm-hmm. sure oh, man the work you get out of that listen if you want to get exercise go to disneyland that's my actual advice to you <laughs> oh yeah uh, actually go to any sort of con i was at the emerald city comic-con this past weekend i didn't see john so sad i'm still a little <laughs> yeah. sad about that um, the, but what, I did walk around beach? a crap ton. The whole thing was you guys were going to see each other. What happened? I know, I know. Well, I was at the beach, and then it turned out we had a thing on Saturday, and then Sunday came, and Dan Oh, so Molt screwed you over? Is that what happened? Yeah. <laughs> it was a little bit of both. It was a little bit of both. Dan had things he was John doing on the weekend. Me. It's cool. I also, I don't love him. That's true. <laughs> wow. I know. Because every time I've been there, John and I have gotten together. I'm just saying. <laughs> have you been once? So you've never been. <laughs> I guess not. You guess not. You're not sure. Well, when we, now, when we finally now, get around this to is a different uh, story now. When we, when we finally get around to rebound, rebound, I'm going to fix that in post. Yeah. Hell yeah. When we finally get around to rebound, rebound, that's hard to say. <laughs> Jesus. Take You're a stuck record. Marker. Somebody, somebody well, when we finally Dan. get around to rebound con 2016. Oh, there we go. I yeah. don't even remember sure. what the end of the joke was. Yeah. Well, we'll all be uh, together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> together again for the first time now i have to leave that all in so the joke makes it's actually sense. not yeah. <laughs> would not be the first time but oh well uh so speaking of other technologies uh who has 3d touch here i can't remember i you have, both 3D have 3d touch, 3D touch? Yeah. you you do not because you have a new phone i don't that does anymore not i don't anymore but i do miss it you never really uh, had it did you yes i did um oh, okay well, that's, but right. i i, I like it. it i mean there's you know there's been some opinions about 3d touch uh and i i do miss it but like i said the thing the thing that bugged me was just not having it on my ipad and having it on the phone and then i would try and do it on the ipad and could not so i don't so now I, I at least I, I have a consistent user experience i guess i'm in the i forget to use it a lot camp um a lot of times because there are certain things that you do with it that aren't any like so, for example, someone will text me a link, and I'll be like, oh, I should totally use 3D Touch on this link. 
Um, but for whatever reason, you know, it loads. But then you can't scroll thing. until you. Well, not only that, but like I tap it. and hold down on it, and then I get like a little the little popover, and it's with the loading bar, and I'm like. I don't want to just sit here holding this until it loads. That's dumb. Yeah. Like, and then popping it doesn't really make any sense because it's like, well, I should have just tapped on it in the first place, and then I wouldn't even have this problem. So that's like a use case that I think about using it a lot, and then I'm like, this is dumb. Um, <laughs> I use it in TweetBot, and then I get yeah. at Moles' suggestion, and then I get annoyed because it's Moles. And I also get annoyed <laughs> because I want to see more of the context of the conversation, and you can't, right? You can't mm, scroll mm. in your peaked view. It's, yeah, it's a little hard. It's so stupid. You so, can, you can, can't you scroll a little bit? I mean, can't, it won't go up a little, up and down a little bit if you move your thumb? No. Or whatever. Uh, or if it does, using. I'm not aware of it. Okay. Okay. I, I, but it's, but it's, uh, yeah, it's kind of like dragging something and trying to scroll in the finder. It's like, where is that point? Where yeah, it no, actually... it doesn't appear to me that you can scroll because if you oh, okay. if you scroll right. down, it's like here. Thought, or if I you scroll you up, scroll. it's like here. You can like it, retweet it, quote it, whatever. And if you scroll down, there's just does nothing. <laughs> okay, all right. There's Still. a lot of yeah. The, uh, the people who know. posted like their love letters to it this week, <laughs> I thought that was a little odd. Like it's just a feature on my phone, like. I don't okay. love well, or hate it. Yeah, I mean, at the same time, some people were saying that it was useless. So I'm kind of I don't know which I don't, camp I come in there. I don't think I I don't think it's the best feature Apple's come up with. I don't think it's like the most revolutionary feature, right? right. But at the same time, I don't think it's utterly useless. I think my yeah. my biggest problem is just I, the muscle memory is really an issue for me. Where it's just I just don't remember. It's, and it's well, not like yeah. I'm like losing precious, you know, precious chunks of my time by not using it. So it's not. Well, you are. You I'm just don't not know though. It. I'm uh, not. <laughs> see, when when well, Dan... it's like it, it's like one of those things like like Control Center on the Mac, which I just I have never gotten used to. Yeah, which sure. I'm sure is probably quite useful, but yeah. I just can't. I haven't. Well, okay. Well, maybe is how it, do you use Control it, Center oh. on the Mac? How do you what? Control Center on the Mac. How do you use what Control am I talking about? What am I talking about? The, you mean um, notification center? No, like the dashboard thing. Oh. Whatever the, or the, you know, the, not the widgets, but the, um, the notification, notification center. center. Yeah. The today view and notification center, yeah. maybe? No, the thing with the your windows and everything is what's that called? Mission control? Mission control. Oh, okay. Got it. Mission got it. Got it. Okay. Well, that was a, that was a fun trip down all of us, our old <laughs> demented lane. Um, you don't use mission control. That's where I live. I almost never use Mission Control. Either. I use it all the time. I use that every day. See? Uh, well, so when Dan and I both used to work at Macworld at the same time, so we're talking brief, a long brief time overlap. ago. Brief overlap. A million um, years ago. We, uh, we would sometimes have to write, you know, what features is Apple going to unveil in the next iPhone? And we would do research, and we would look at the rumors, we would think about it, and we would come up with stuff. A lot of the stuff we wished for happened. One of the things we wished for that... Uh, hasn't happened <laughs> um and that the technology apparently exists although i've never you know used it in action is not 3d touch but other stuff that where the screen can feel like stuff is happening different kinds of tactile feedback from the screen and uh, dan i don't know if you remember this but i remember it so vividly when you and i were co-writing in like a google doc or something and it was this article that talked about how the different electronic stuff they could do could make it feel like you were touching water or touching sand or whatever. And it was like a way that the screen could feel like it had depth and interactivity, even though it didn't. And like, I feel like that is where I want 3d touch to go. I mean, yeah, tactile and haptic feedback, I think are going to be important. And this advances, it moves the needle a little bit, but it's not, it's very far from what you're describing, right? Like, 
Uh, and I've I've played around with like different prototype things in the past of like haptic feedback, and I think it's still not being used as well as it could be. I mean, the watch I think actually does probably about as well uh, as I think you can, but at the same time, it's still very. I feel like the feedback on it is still very. It's not multi-dimensional enough in some ways. Like it's like oh, it can feel like all these different. No, it always just feels like something tapping. Like yes, there's different, <laughs> there's different intensities and durations and all that, which is great. But like it doesn't. It's it's just a little. It's it's kind of like when everything looks like a nail, right? Like everything feels like a like a slight vibration, yeah. um, as the old saying goes. And, <laughs> yeah, you nailed that one. <laughs> uh, thank you. Uh, but I remember like somebody talking about the idea of like okay, so you've got your phone out and it's giving you directions, and rather than just giving you like a buzz it actually gives you almost what feels like a tug in one direction or the other like when you like turn and it would like there was a way i I actually use a device kind of like this like where uh, at like a i think it was like a siggraph this was like a decade ago now but like you would turn and it would like tug you gently in one direction just because of the way the vibration (laughs) felt like and it was like this is actually kind of cool because you could be wandering around and it does you know, Apple's tried to do this with the left and right things on the Apple Watch. It tells you which way to turn. Can't remember but which the is problems which with ever. that are, yeah, I can't remember which one's which. B, yeah. uh, I, it's it's Boston. There are many intersections where, okay, is that a right or is that a right? Like, are you mean bear right, turn right, <laughs> go straight but leftish? Really? Like, it's you know, it doesn't have the dimensionality in order to actually correctly model you know, a more complex situation. So it's a, it's a great idea and it's a step in the right direction, but it's not, it's not really fixing me. My problem. Did you really say just the Apple Maps sh- thing was a step in the right direction? Is that what you said? No, I mean the little like taptic okay. feedback thing. But I'm just saying a step in the right direction was a pretty clever Thank unintended you. turn of phrase. I'm, I, who says unintended? <laughs> me. We do. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That was, that's totally true. It should just give you a shock until you should stop sure trying, right? <laughs> Um, all right. And if you and if you have to turn, you know, if you have to turn like all the way around, you know, like 270 degrees to make a left turn, then then what? You just get a it long shot. Kills, it just kills you. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never figure this out. Cyanide injection time. This is the worst watch ever. So here's here's a really key question because I know this has come up on the show a long, long time ago. But have either of you started playing Disney Crossy Road? Yes. Nope. Yes, I have. Disney Crossroad has the comical side effect. First of all, it's Crossy Road. It's made by the same people as Crossroad. It features all Disney characters um, and Disney landscapes, depending on which characters you're using. Uh, I guess Disney doesn't feel that competition fits in with it. So although it has Game Center integration, it's not like useful Game Center integration. So I can't see how much better I'm doing than... Malts, for example. You can oh, only... is that right? I didn't even notice that. Yeah, it doesn't let you compare. Instead of showing you your high scores compared to other people, you know how Cross Road shows you the, your friend's scores from Game Center mm-hmm. as you jump? Oh, yeah, yeah, I do. So <laughs> Disney's uh, shows you your best score with different characters in the game. Like, oh, you just passed Mickey. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, man. And you can see how you've done in terms of total characters to unlock, but you cannot compare and contrast your scores. I guess that's, I guess that's good for the kids. I guess. But anyway, Dan, if you're not into Crossy Road, <laughs> never mind then. But Disney Crossy Road's fun. I still am I'm partial to the original, but it's it's a good game. Yeah. I mean it's mostly just it's just new characters. Yeah. I mean that's 
but you know that's, yeah. there's something to be said for that and and new roads i mean like what else is yeah, there in right. that game <laughs> Well, no, actually, well, it's, it's surprising. The thing is, I don't like new roads. Yeah, I, I totally agree with John. Yeah. But Crossy Road, Disney Crossy Road, has like an Inside Out world, and it has a Haunted Mansion world. And sometimes the game mechanic actually changes. Like in the Haunted mm. Mansion levels, uh, instead of just there, there's there's obstacles coming at you in either direction, um, which is oh, interesting. Okay. So you've got to yeah. instead of merely dodging one in one way, you have well, spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. you've got multiple directions of things to dodge and different kinds of stuff so the, the different worlds actually get totally crazy not lex, what i love about crossy road lex can i say something that was going to make you laugh really hard yes but i'm gonna i'm gonna say it very angrily okay i went all the way to seattle and i forgot to fucking open black box even more <laughs> i saw that on six colors and i almost i messaged you to torture you about it but then i just felt so bad for you i didn't I'm actually very, I was legitimately sad this morning when I realized that because I still have that one little puzzle left and I forgot, I forgot. And it will be like, like another two months before I'm far enough away that that'll work. Moltz just no. never really that, got into that's, Black Box. That's the puzzle. <laughs> uh, nice job. Thanks. <laughs> Feel great. So that's, that's my story. Okay. And I'm also bar- probably still behind you on uh, meta challenges. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, of course. Wow, you're dumb. I, 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 did you unlock the feature where you can chat with the developer within the app yet? Yeah, you did. Okay. Spoiler alert for Black Box. Black Box plays. All right, Moltz. You don't play. You don't I play Black yeah. Box. What are you playing? I can't figure it out. I'm just. I'm too dumb for that game. I know you're still playing a lot of Pac-Man. You have an absurdly high high score. I can't even fathom. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. I, I've gotten worse <laughs> at that game. Like my high scores in Pac-Man typically now are like thirty-five or forty thousand. Not even my own high score. It's terrible. You were getting pretty close to me. You got extremely close to me in Crossy Row, which made me nervous. So yeah. I was, I've been playing that a little bit more, but uh, <laughs> I'm not sure I can, get, I can get past what I did. But <laughs> give it the old college try. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you have to go to college to really be good at Crossy Road, I think. My God, or I, I can't things. even imagine if, I, if we had this stuff when I was in college. I, <laughs> I wouldn't have done anything. <laughs> I, wouldn't have, I would not have graduated. <laughs> <laughs> so are you playing anything else? Are you playing any games we haven't talked about yet? Uh, I wish I had my iPad because I mostly play uh, on the iPad mm-hmm. since I have this tiny little phone now <laughs> who would play who would play on this thing um no uh not that I can think of but um you know we you were trying to get me back into plants versus zombies I've been doing that uh and that's actually I've been playing the heck out of that and I've unlocked everything that's available now yeah um, I haven't defeated the the most recently added world where it's like the hybrid best of all worlds. I haven't defeated everything there yet, but everything else I've done. Yeah. Um, but the one thing that I, we used a lot of that's a kind of an old thing um, when we were at the beach last week was um, Night Sky. Mm, that's fun. Because um, mm-hmm. we sat on the beach, made a fire, and looked at the stars, which was really cool. So that's a shout out to an oldie but a goodie. Yes. I'm write that down. Write that down I, for show notes. I don't think I've actually been playing any new games lately. I'm trying to remember. Other than Black Box. Other than Black Box, which I'm kind of hit like a sort of a plateau on. Um, uh, you know what I've been playing lately? Uh, I've been playing Super Stickman Golf 2. That's funny. I just started playing that again. <laughs> I'm really not good at that game. Uh, I mean, Dan Frakes and I are just like, we took a break of like, so, like several months, and then he invited me to play a game, and now we've played like probably, you know. Seven or eight games. I, I want a um, single in-app purchase to unlock all the worlds because there are levels I can't get to because mm. I can't beat par on some of these things. And so, like, I can't access certain levels and I'm willing to pay for them. But you, you, What's the difference between... Uh, 
I have not played uh, Desert Golf. Super That's... Stigma Golf and Desert Golf are worlds apart. Are they really? Well, they are how? very, very different games. Um, Super Stickman Golf, you have um, impossible golfing to do. Like, you can win the holes, but, like, you know, it's balls that can – there's power-ups and stuff. You can unlock right. different kinds of balls, and there's moving challenges. The sand, the, the desert golf is, like, you're just – uh, flat perspective you look at a hole and you get the ball in there and then with super stick man there's obstacles and there's move it's like mini golf okay. yeah it's yeah, like yeah. mini golf yeah. no it's i like mean mini i played, I played super stick man i just haven't played desert golf no desert golf is a whole different thing desert golf i think is a thing where you just torture yourself basically okay it's a little bit like desert bus yeah i vaguely remember i never played that but i saw i read about it um no no one plays desert bus John. Yeah. well yeah okay <laughs> i never drove i never drove that um yo those, there is a super stick man golf three coming at some point they've teased it a few times now which includes i think uh like actually like a level editor where you can like make your own levels which sounds pretty cool um i'm very much looking forward to that uh and i know i think they showed it off at gdc um, but I don't think it has an official release date and it sounded like it was still a few months off. So, but that's on my list of anticipated games. Um, but I, I have not been doing a lot of mobile gaming. I've been doing a lot of console gaming. What so, console are you gaming on? Xbox one. All right. There you go. And, and so and, yeah, and what, do you, know what are you playing? What are you playing? People know that I play, I played a lot of destiny and I kind of backed off that, but yeah. I've been playing the division um, which is a the latest sort of in the Tom Clancy techno thriller games. <laughs> He's dead, you know. Uh, I know. It's I don't no. know who's programming these games now because he used to do them all by himself. <laughs> uh, he he and, lovingly put the DVDs into the cases. Yeah, this is kind of a version where they sort of like it is kind of Destiny like in that it's an MMO sort of. So you you know you're in this gigantic modeled version of post apocalyptic New York. Uh, after you know the super flu is hit or whatever and you're trying to sort of maintain control as an elite covert agent and you can team up with your friends and go do different missions and stuff like that it's it's entertaining i don't think it has i mean i played destiny for a long time and i will probably be going back to it because they keep releasing new stuff i feel like this is a little less fleshed out and a little less interesting so i don't think it necessarily will have the staying power once sort of you finish the initial grind but uh it's interesting i like some of the stuff they do um it's definitely got much more of that real world thing going for it so it feels much more hyper realistic i think it would be interesting to do in vr because it has that huge immersive model of new york that's really really detailed and it's got these great like weather mm -hmm. effects and everything so like i think it could feel very immersive in a vr situation where you're like looking around up at buildings and stuff like that which i think would be kind of cool um but i haven't i haven't made the vr plunge yet because i haven't got a chance to try any of them so yeah um, speaking of throwback games, I uh, recently played through uh, Myth 2 again. Did you ever play wow. Myth 2? No. I don't no. think I have. It's a, great, it's a great game. It's still eminently playable. Um, it's the kind of game that I wish, you know, I mean, if, if, if the uh, property were owned by anybody other than, than Bungie, it would, uh, it would be brought to the iPad because I think it would be a great iPad game. But alas, here we are. Yeah, I'm surprised that Bungie hasn't done that just because, you know, I guess they were so part of the Windows machine for a long time. Uh, yeah, that, that they've... They've, they they all their development tools are in it. But, you know, there was a time, as we all remember, back <laughs> when they used to be more of a Mac company. <laughs> right. Yeah. Those were the days. Those were the days. What days were those? I don't know, <laughs> but those were the days. 
Um, what was there? There was something I wanted to mention based on, um, I don't know. Oh, the uh, HTC came out with a new phone as we record this on Tuesday that supports <laughs> AirPlay out of the box. I saw that. I thought was fascinating. Oh. Like, I didn't realize that was a thing they could do. I didn't realize that was open, essentially, and, could have, and was, you know, portable, essentially. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Um, and, and they also so... said, they, their vice president of marketing said that they would be open to using Apple Pay if Apple licensed it for other devices. Which, which Apple's not going to do. No, but I thought it was fascinating. Um, it strikes me as kind of like a... I think maybe they feel like they're they're just trying to compete really hard with Samsung. They know they don't have the platform to do what Samsung does, right. and nor yeah. do they want to just like buy into Samsung's uh, you know technologies. So I think it's fascinating for them to be like, oh yeah, we're going to be like the like the Apple version of Android. <laughs> um, it's interesting. I don't know if that will yeah. work or I mean, not, it's, but it's right, such a, right. it's an interesting I would, I idea. Think I think it wouldn't, but it is no, worth probably a, not. But it's no, fascinating. Given, and given their market position, it's worth a shot because mm-hmm. they've got. They've got nothing else going on, really. Um, and they yeah. make they make decent they make decent devices that are usually reviewed really well and then don't sell at all. And and so it That's seems what like kind of it seems like the kind of thing that a person who for some reason doesn't like iPhones but likes other Apple stuff might buy an HTC. Yeah, and that's I'm interested. AirPlay as a feature, uh, I still find an interesting. I mean, I don't know. I can't imagine who those people are. Right. I mean, <laughs> well, yeah. I guess if you're buying an, yeah. Why and of all buy... the Apple features to include, why well, take okay. the very worst one? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll throw it here. Here's the situation. Spite, maybe. Yeah. Here's the situation. Let's say that you like you use an iPhone, um, but your partner uses an Android, and you have like an Apple TV. You oh, could just okay. get a divorce. <laughs> That is the worst Apple feature. This is no. This is before marriage. This is oh, okay. Got it. Got oh it. yeah, you got to you got to work out these kinks ahead of time. Exactly. Um, but I mean, there are there, if you're in a shared household where some someone has Apple products and the other person does not, I can understand the idea, the appeal of having devices that work, you know, cross platform. Like I don't know, it's annoying enough when you have to send like the you know green bubble text messages to people. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Um, I, I, I tweeted earlier today and still believe that, um, airplay is the single best marketing tool that Sonos has. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's Um, pretty good. I have given up on airplay. I'm going to throw out this airplay speaker I have because it's, it's literally broken. Um, I thought it was just airplay (laughs) broken. No, I thought it was just like, oh, it doesn't work very well. It's hard to tell. No. Yeah. And then I left it. I was like, all right, I'm going to charge it in because like it's got a, it's got a, like it's a big iHome unit that's got a rechargeable battery in it. And so I was like, all right, I'm going to try this out with the, the, the dot, the echo dot. And I was like, all right, so I'll, uh, let me plug it in. I'll turn it on. A, I cannot figure, despite it having an aux in port, like a standard mini jack, cannot get sound to come out of it from, from the dot. Don't understand what that's about. And then I'll just leave it plugged in, and every once in a while, like, I'll hear this, like, um, you know that click sometimes you get when you turn on something, like an amp that has yep, power? Yep. Yeah, I keep hearing that, like, every, I, like, random intervals. I'm like, oh, there is totally, like, a short or something in that somewhere. So it's going in the trash bin. I actually have a diagnosis. Um, oh, yeah? What is that? It's broken. Oh, Interesting. <laughs> Uh, what do you think I should do with it? Uh, throw it away. Okay, we're agreed on that. Now, speaking of things that are broken, the current system of how you buy razors, totally broken. All right? So listen, have you asked yourself why razors are one of the only products in the drugstore that are locked inside a plexiglass case? When you stop and think about it, this is why. This is legit. 
It's because razors are so overpriced that people are actually more likely to steal them than just about any other product in the drugstore. What else are they going to steal? Like the vitamin water? I don't think so. Good razors cost too much, which is why two guys like you, like me, Start at harrys.com. They sell high-quality blades that provide a close, comfortable shave for half the price you're used to. I shaved today with a Harry's razor, and it was a whole face shave. Often, I'm just shaving the neck and growing the stubble beard, but today, I was like, you know what? It's time to reset the stubble beard again. I shaved the entire face. I had a new Harry's blade that I just started, and I got a great shave. No cuts, no blood, just a nice, smooth shave. Uh, and it's, uh, they also, the, the new kits, they, they come with, you can get with their moisturizing shave cream. It smells pretty good. My wife said, Hey, are you wearing a new cologne? And I'm like, no, honey, that's just Harry's. And that is true. That happened today at breakfast. So Harry's is the only shaving company with amazing quality and low prices. You want to check it out. They have a starter set called the Truman. It's a great option for new customers and an amazing deal for just $15. You get a razor handle, the moisturizing shave cream, and three of Harry's five blade German engineered razors. And a special offer for listeners of The Rebound. Harry's is going to give you $5 off your first purchase with promo code, you guessed it, REBOUND. Go to harrys.com right now. That's H-A-R-R-Y-S.com. Make sure you use the promo code REBOUND at checkout so they know Lex, Dan, and John sent you. Our thanks to Harry's for supporting The Rebound. Woohoo! <laughs> Your woohoo was right on, man. Spot I feel on. Like, I feel like a traitor for having a beard, frankly. <laughs> As well you should. Moltz, when you were shaving your head, did you ever use uh, uh, Did uh, you ever use razors, or was it like an electronic kind of thing? It was an electronic event. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you, you had your head shaved by a robot? <laughs> yeah. Just... <laughs> was it a robot or not? Lasers. It was lasers. Mm. Uh, no, it was not. There were no robots involved. People keep telling me I should shave my head, and I, I don't know. I haven't gotten quite gotten there yet, but... Yeah, you, you should fi- shave, your, you shave your head it? and go and go big uh, like crazy pitcher beard. Oh like, yeah, there's crazy, an idea. Crazy relief pitcher. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's a thing. <laughs> you know, like like a foot long beard. Yeah, yeah, that's great when you're pitching too. <laughs> I don't know why they do uh, it, yeah. but they seem Morin's to. Morin's gotten tangled in his beard again. That, <laughs> that fastball's more of a knuckleball. And here come the pretzels. Uh, <laughs> You want to talk about the uh, apps that got pulled from the App Store because they were not safe for work, including the Reddit app? Well, no, well, no that's not exactly right, right? The official Reddit app, Reddit app just launched, and then right after it launched, Apple said, oh, we're going to reject all, we're going to pull all the other previously approved Reddit apps because they have NSFW toggles to allow you to see uh, NSFW content. I see, okay. I misunderstood. Which makes it extra crappy because all these other apps like Narwhal and some others already existed, were already approved. It's never the right answer in my mind for Apple to simply remove an app that it's already approved. Like it's got to do something first. I don't know what that something is necessarily, but it's not just pull the app. And that, maybe they wrote to the developers ahead of time, but it's like this, I'm tired of this news story. Yeah, I agree. I and I think I would think Apple would be too, right? Like yeah. I would think that they would would want to combat this. And I mean, I think we've talked about this before. I mean, we must have, right? Cuz it's an ongoing issue. And I think the solution is still for them to do a better job having some sort of team that deals with this and has personal connections. I know there's a crap ton of developers, right? Like, you know, there's so many freaking apps on the store that it can feel a little overwhelming, and I'm sure there are some that are harder to get in touch with than others, but Seriously, guys, I mean, like, allocate a team to reach out and try to smooth these things over so that you don't have to deal with this freaking news story every time. Right. 
it's I can't believe that it's it's still the way it is. Now clearly they get a whole lot of apps in the store and a lot of the stuff is just fine and people are happy with it, whatever, but the <laughs> excuse me, but the problems are too much soda. They're they're just I don't know. These problems are embarrassing and like I would expect them I would expect I would make fun of Samsung for having these problems. Yes. Yeah yeah, I mean sadly they don't. Yeah. <laughs> um i mean they, they have a bigger Sadly. problem which is fewer apps but yeah. right um yeah i don't know it seems dumb that they are i don't know i i and i wrote a thing the other week about the other um speaking of the app store uh i wrote a thing the other week about whether so about apple pay and in-app purchase and like this is my one of my biggest sticking points on the on the app store guidelines and rules is the 30 percent cost for things like subscriptions like essentially Apple mandates that if you want to sell stuff in your app, you have to do it by in-app purchase and you have to cut them in for 30%. But it also includes things that doesn't really make sense. Like, like if you want to sign up for a subscription to a digital service um, and if you want, I mean, and, and things that aren't really plausible, right? Like, so the reason you can't, can't buy Kindle books in the Kindle app is that they would have to give a 30% cut and that's never going to happen because Amazon is never going to give Apple a 30% cut of eBooks. But they can, moreover, they go to the further, like, you can't even put a link in there to your store. Uh, and I find that annoying. <laughs> and I understand the idea that, like, okay, if you allowed them to do that, everybody would go around it. But I don't think everybody would, because if you're doing that, it means you have to, like, spend all the time rolling out, like, your own payment processing system, and that's a pain in the ass. I think a lot of people would take the trade-off of, yeah, I'm going to, I'll totally sell stuff in-app, um, you know, and allow Apple to take 30% because I don't want to deal with the hassle of, of processing payments. And I, I think that the idea that you have to like buy into this monopoly of, no, monopoly is not the right word because it's not a monopoly, but you have to buy into the sort of cartel of, of pricing and give a cut to Apple for all of your in-app stuff, regardless of whether or not, you know, it's really related to in-app purchase or not, seems dumb and money-grubbing. I'm with you. I mean, the the one rule that they changed that's nice, and they changed it a while ago and nobody noticed for a long time, was that you can sell your digital subscription stuff at a lower price on your own store than you let Apple sell it for. Yes. Right. And there was a while it had to be like price matched, right? Right. Oh, yeah. Okay. I didn't, couldn't I didn't see that either. Oh, yeah. It changed a while ago. Um and like, <laughs> I work for a company that has a subscription app product in the app store, and... When we were getting ready, I was like, well, guys, we have to be careful because of this subscription thing. And they're like, really? They do that? I'm like, yeah, let me look it up. And they looked it up and it's like, nope, that's no longer the case. So I'm an idiot. Um, and um, yeah, well, so you can price the, things differently. The thing that's weird about it, which I point out in my article, is that so the Apple makes a distinction between in-app purchase for like digital goods and Apple Pay, um, which is not used for digital goods, only like physical goods. However, where it gets weird is for things that are like subscriptions. Because, like, if you have a subscription to a digital good, it's in-app purchase. But if you have a subscription to a physical good physical or just, good, like, yeah. not even a physical good, right? But, like, a subscription to a service that it is in the real world, quote-unquote, um, then it's Apple Pay. And to me, neither of those things are, like, physical products, really. So what the hell is your distinction there? Right. Um, and so my sort of overriding theory is I'm wondering if Apple Pay may eventually eclipse... In app, like if Apple Pay, Pay became like the umbrella thing, and beneath that there was an option to say like if you're using if you want to use in-app purchase and you want us to provide processing payment like as a service, you give us this cut. If you roll your own system, just use you know it's Apple Pay. You don't pay anything to us. 
but we still like essentially we can still ensure that there's security and there's a consistent app experience we're just not going to handle payment processing for you because you can i mean the whole point of this is you apple pay lets you hook in your own payment processing system right so and it's weird right now because buying stuff through the itunes store like feels like apple pay but it's not apple pay and it's it's bizarre to me to have because you're using your thumb Right. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. The experience feels the same, but it's based on your credit card being on file than rather right. than your like your Apple Pay credit card, which seems it just seems odd to me to have both of those things because um, they are somewhat comp- they're somewhat complementary, but also somewhat competitive. And so I feel like I'm I'm hoping that Apple Pay eventually sort of becomes the standard with in-app purchase becoming an option of that if you want like Apple will do the heavy lifting for you. Um, and that would get around this whole thing, right? Like if you could do Apple Pay for Kindle books instead of in-app purchase for Kindle books, then there would be no problem. You could buy Kindle books in the app until your heart's content. Right. And it, I, I mean, the thing for there me, is like... six books, by the way. That's when my heart would be content. <laughs> but like, you know, I think... <laughs> That'll a, a never lot read. Of, <laughs> a lot of people are, uh, are were like, oh, Apple doesn't want to do this because they, they want like people to buy iBooks, which might be true, but A, they've already gotten smacked down by by the, the courts essentially for trying to do something which looked like price fixing and b nobody is going oh i can't buy this kindle book in the app i guess i'll go buy an ibook i, I don't think that happens i bought an ibook today for the first time in like a comically long amount of time i i looked in the last book i had purchased there it was published so many years ago um but i wanted to get the uh the new hamilton book and i didn't think it would look good on a kindle in grayscale with all its color mm-hmm. photos and layout and stuff so i bought it in ibooks and i'm reading it in full color there you go no, oh that's so. the difference between the two i didn't even know that i think probably the kindle app would have let me look at it in full color also but i was like if i'm getting it for the purpose of reading it in color i don't need any of the kindle features that i would otherwise get like ibooks mm-hmm. will get it done just fine was it more expensive on the ibooks didn't check Interesting. Okay. Look at this guy. So you're not like a competitive <laughs> shopper is what you're saying. No, I, mean, I, I wasn't worried about that part. Like, whatever. They're going to charge what they charge for it, and it's, it's not going to be more than a dollar or two different, I'm sure. Now I'm dying to know. Yeah. Let's find out. <laughs> I'm, 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 it's going to be hilarious when I find out he vastly I competitive shop, and if it's, if it's not terribly different, I'll usually buy the iBooks thing just because it is easier. Um, but I think more often than not, I buy the Kindle book. Yeah, I mean, usually, I, I, it's usually, I, I mean, well, it's often significantly cheaper. It's the same. I just, <laughs> okay, there you go. Dodge the bullet. Whoo! Uh, I just bought a new Kindle, actually, and by new, I mean new to me. Uh, I bought a Paperwhite because I had the old Kindle with the little D-pad thing on it, mm. um, and it was getting a little long in the tooth. The Paperwhite's so, a much better Kindle. <laughs> it is very nice. I like it a lot, and I've only been using it for a week or so, but although it did just run out of battery on me, which I was shocked at because I haven't been using it. I've only had it for a week. I don't did know how I ran out used? of battery. No, I bought it new. That's weird. Unless yeah, it I'm, installed a bunch of software updates on its own, that's the only thing I can come up with. Possibly. Um, I don't know. I, I, just, uh, I just charged it up again last night. We'll see how long it goes this time. I wasn't like using it a ton either. Like It was in my bag. Um, so yeah, I'm not sure what happened there, but I turned it on last night to do some reading and it's like, I have zero battery. I was like, uh, okay, well, we'll see how that happened. Um, uh, but I like the light up screen and I like that the, the text is definitely sharper than my older Kindle. Uh, so that's, that's a plus. And there's a rumor that there's a new Kindle coming out this week. 
That's right. And probably by the time you hear this podcast, that episode could be yeah. out. I mean, that new... Actually, that new... Rumor, and by rumor, I mean Jeff Bezos tweeted about it. So <laughs> really not much of a rumor, I guess. What is that What is that guy now? I think it's the Oasis, right? I don't, I don't have too much of a problem on a, on a regular basis with battery life just because, you know, I spend most of the time in the house and I everything that I have can handle a charge for a day. So it's just like, okay, if I plug it in at night, which I always plug everything in at night, it should, everything should be fine. Until we go on a trip. And then I have to bring 127 different power <laughs> adapters because <laughs> I've got my iPad. Usually I've got my watch. I've got my phone. My wife has her phone. She has her watch. She has her iPad. My son has his phone. My son has yeah. his iPad. It's like, uh, OK. So and I have one of those. I have one of those like outlet, you know, okay, things that an outlet splitter. So it's like, you know, you plug it in and it's got four USB ports and one of them can handle an iPad. But even so, it's like carrying all the cables is just. A yeah, pain I agree. Ass. I I went and I tried sometimes try to cut down by bringing only one lightning cable, for example. And it's like, well, my iPad holds a charge pretty well and I don't use it so often that it runs out. Yeah. Um, My phone and my watch are the most important things. But yeah, it's still like there's like a rat's nest of cable. And then you have to bring like the obligatory micro USB because... So I will run into something that requires micro USB to power or charge. I yeah. hate having to pack the Apple Watch charger. I really it is really annoying. There was a you it know. could use a lightning well, it's charger. Ridiculously long for starters. Um, I get that a lot, which yep. is good. Uh, yeah, sure. Um, but I don't know. It seems like if someone could make one that split. Yeah, I was just thinking be, the same thing. You don't yeah. want one that charges both your iPhone and your Apple Watch. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe you should buy that whole Apple Watch charger thing or the uh, the big charging station. The, the, the travel stand? Yeah, just is that take that. About? No, no, it's not even a travel stand. It's the one that that big UFO shaped one that they made like a, a oh, year no, ago yeah, yeah. really quietly. Yeah, I, wonder how, I like, wonder how many of those they sold. I'm guessing not. Man. Um, but there, there's somebody made a, a like a travel one um, that's like a case for your phone your watch as well as like a like you can stand up your watch on the, you know, the hotel nightstand kind of thing. Mm hmm. Um, which look kind of interesting, but I don't travel enough to do that. Yeah, I uh, I think that they're, I don't know, it's a pain. It's a pain. I have a I have the like Belkin power strip that has like two USB ports on it, as well as three like normal plugs. And you plug in like a laptop, an iPad, an Apple Watch, and an iPhone. It's like I basically filled this entire yeah. thing. Yeah. I um I travel with uh, a mini USB hub that has I think six USB ports on it, and I. If I'm traveling for like two or three days, I will typically put the watch into power reserve mode before I leave mm-hmm. so that I can avoid taking the charger and still know the time on my wrist. <laughs> yeah, I'll uh-huh. turn I'll sometimes turn the watch into power reserve mode after like the first day if it's a short trip and then just yeah. be like, I'm not just not going to charge it. But it would be great if it lasted a lot longer. If I could take <laughs> it on a trip for a weekend without having to worry about charging it, that would be pretty sweet. And then, I, how come and i guess it's just too much power need but you know there are those watches i know uh, citizen makes a lot of them but you know the watches that power themselves from kinetic oh, kinetic movement. energy yeah. mm-hmm. and uh how come they can't let you juice the battery with that <laughs> probably because it would not do enough <laughs> well, it would not be it wouldn't be noticeable maybe they're not dreaming big enough Mm, that could or 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 that or innovation is dead at apple i think that's <laughs> yeah the they're too likely. busy innovating with force touch that no one wants yeah. <laughs> what if you could charge your watch from force touching it a lot you just stand there like like tapping on your watch a whole bunch uh, there was call, somebody was call saying me apple one of these analysts was was predicting that apple will come out with a smart band 
uh, many um, of these analysts are predicting because they read patent things and then they just regurgitate them into yeah. predictions. Yeah. Which, you know, I mean, in a way, though, uh, like if I could get if I could get weather time exercise stuff in an Apple band that um, had longer battery life, I would really consider that. As opposed to a watch, you're saying? As opposed to the watch, yeah. See, I thought you were saying like a smart band, like a band that time? went on the watch. No, no, no. I was, I was no. thinking that you meant like a smart band for the watch. Oh well, like, maybe I misread it, but I mean, I was thinking of like a band as a. I didn't read this at all. Like a fit, like a I'm sure you're right. Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't need another Fitbitty type thing. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I've worn. I've worn all of them. I used to review those for MacWorld, and like they're all fine. But having one that also just tells you the time is is definitely the way to go. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's when that's one of my criteria though, is telling the time. So how are you? Differ- what's the difference so, so in your mind I, between a band versus the watch? If it's both, well, Apple notifications or... like messages, mail, other other apps, I don't necessarily need. I'm really close to putting Do Not Disturb on full time on my watch, which I have not done. Like I still get the taps all the time, but I often don't. My phone's often on silent, and if it's away from me, the vibrating of the phone ringing on my wrist is very helpful. <laughs> and the same with alarms like i'll just i've we have so many alarms going off in the house that i tune them all out and so my watch buzzing at that timer is for me or whatever i find very helpful but other than that i I think i just don't want any more notifications to bother me i want to be able to see them but i don't want them to bother me i don't want i don't want you to bother me either but i haven't figured out a way to stop that (laughs) keep trying i'm tapping my watch really hard lex (laughs) do not disturb I'm, the good news is, while we podcasted, I uh, I finally beat par on one of the sand courses <laughs> on Super Stickman, and I unlocked City. No wonder it's hard to keep this podcast going sometimes. I'm just saying. Hold on. I'm going to invite Lex to play, though. <laughs>